When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 65 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I am your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, we are talking directly to you. You are a high-performing individual. That's why you are here. That's what brought you here, and you are ready for this conversation. What does being a high-performing individual entail? How do you deal with so-called haters? We'll find out what my definition of a hater is. I would love to hear your definition of a hater. Episode 65 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. We're going to see you inside. I think a lot of people who uh, tune into the podcast, I think we have a really good mix of people here. I think, um, you know, I've touched on it before, like idiots don't really listen to this podcast. Um, it's way too far over their head. And people who like don't really want to like improve their life and and make a change, um, you know, in their personal life and, you know, in the world. Also, they don't really listen to the podcast because. Yeah, it's kind of over their head. So today's topic is, I, I think, something that almost all of our listeners can um, be able to relate to. I mean, high performing individuals. Are you someone who, you know, you kind of stand out? You've never really like found a place that you've fit in. Um, what kind of sparked this was earlier in the week in uh, one of the client group chats that we have for Team Haley, um, a girl messaged in there talking about how this guy like turned her down essentially this like crush that she was having or whatever turned her down essentially stating that you know, her lifestyle was just a little bit too intense like with bodybuilding and all that stuff you know people were like chiming in and i was like you know being too intense this is a good thing that's a compliment that's what you want to be you know my whole life i kind of went not really having many people around me who i really vied with or fit in with i was just like a square peg trying to fit into a round hole and just like jam into this fucking round hole um and i think a lot of you guys can relate to that. And I know that you can because so many of you have messaged myself, messaged Scott, you know, talking about how this podcast kind of speaks to you, relates to you. Um, and so, you know, my whole life, you know, I know Scott, uh, it, it kind of felt the same. It's like, where do we fit in? Like, who do we fit in with? Like, where are people who are super like-minded and like kind of on the same, I, you know, I don't want to say like plain feel like we're some extreme outcasts of intelligence or anything like that, uh, because that's not the case. It's just like our, our, our mind was always kind of in a different place. It was mm -hmm. like, like we were just, um, you know, like you guys want to sit around and talk about politics. We want to sit around and talk about business growth. Um, it's, you know, that that's just what we do. Or you guys want to sit around, uh, you know, filling your uh, night with drama and, you know, maybe belittling others when they're not present. Like we do the exact opposite when we're together. Um, and, you know, I think there's great power in that. And I think a lot of you guys are on the latter rather than the former of do like we don't want to do the small talk petty shit. Well, we don't really, these conversations don't really interest us much. Um, and you know, the shit that a lot of people want to talk about, we don't want to talk about. Um, and so this client was talking about, you know, how she's too intense. And I was like, dude, embrace that shit. Like step into that light, 
own that shit, embrace that shit. Because you know what being too intense got me being too intense, got me this platform to speak to you guys and being too intense, bought me, you know, built me some very successful businesses being too intense, pulled me away from people who are not well, number one, very good people. And number two, very motivated people um, outside of you know showing an Instagram highlight reel. It brought me away from those people and brought me into people who are actually motivated, you know, outside of Instagram, away from Instagram. And so fucking motivated that, man, oftentimes we all forget to fucking post on Instagram. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like talking it, to the guy who posts once a month. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Scott Larry posts like once a month. This is going really well. Um, but you know, it's, it's being a high performing individual. I think it's a choice that you make. It's not really something that like you're born with. Like, I don't really think I was like born like that special. I don't, I, I don't think many people were, I mean, you look at someone like Elon Musk and, you know, it's pretty obvious, like no matter how intelligent, you, you know, we become, we're not going to be on his you know, playing field of intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, you know, someone like LeBron James, like no matter how much we practice basketball, we're never going to be him. Um, so like there, there's extreme outliers says, but I don't believe the high performing individuals are something that you can't just choose to become. Cause again, I was a very low performing individual. I was, you know, not a very good person. I was a very toxic person. I was someone who caused a lot of animosity, who caused a lot of drama, who, you know, was, you know, always, you know, picking the easy road over the hard road. Um, and you know what, what the easy road, the results that that gets you, you know, isn't very promising. It's not something that's really going to make you be remembered. Um, but a high performing individual, I believe is someone who just stepped into the power of dude, like, I want to have a fucking statue. Mm-hmm. I want to have a goddamn statue somewhere. Where, like, why I did be the, big time. Why did the, the term intense, you're an intense person. How did that become a negative, you know, I know and that characteristic wild, and that wild, but I mean, that kind of shows the nature of the society of which we live in. Like people really want normal things and people really want normal lives and people really want to be surrounded by things that comfort them and not things that challenge and change them. You know, we like being a high performing individual, you stand out, you're a massive outlier, especially in today's society. Um, I mean, yeah, today's society is toxic towards success. Mm-hmm. Um, today's society is like a boa constrictor just wrapped around, you know, the, the, the bubble of success or the people that were going to have success and because they chose the easy route and you know, just escape and get out and you know be comfortable and you never really challenge anything or never really look out for yourself. Um, you just kind of become a mouthpiece of whatever is around you. I think that's very common now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know, people have been conditioned again. You know, we've talked about this before. If you're so, if you watch the news, you probably don't have your own fucking thoughts. Yeah. And it's not just about politics again, you know, it's about everything across the board. Um, and you know, a lot of people really, they, they don't want to find their own thoughts mm-hmm. or like find their own passions. They just kind of want it all handed, you know, to them because doing that, that, that soul searching to become truly self-aware, I think is really difficult. You know, I see a lot of people, um, who, you know, are trying to fit into, um, you know, a lot of square pegs just trying to fit in around holes and you can kind of tell when it's forced and when it's kind of uncomfortable for them. Yep. Um, and it's problematic, you know, it's problematic because you're never going to find fulfillment, but it's problematic because 
man, these people don't even understand. They don't mm-hmm. even know. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, you know, they're just sheep kind of leading the fucking shepherd. You know, that's yeah. kind of all they're doing. Um, they let fear bog them down. Yeah. Yeah. Get in the way. Fear does bog them down. Like that's why there's no risk taking. Yeah. You know, that's why like there are no odds mm-hmm. that are stacked against you because if you just become part of the system of whatever the system might be, if you just like kind of accept uh, your fate and, you know, become part of the system and, you know, all that stuff, like, you know, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never going to be remembered. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. make a change, a difference. Like when you're not present, nobody will know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not someone who's you know ever going to be standing out. Who's ever you know people are ever going to be looking at and up to. Yeah. Um, you're just kind of someone who's going to be existing. And you know, I think we have a lot of that. It, it, there's a lot of that going on, and you know that might sound harsh, but that's the reality. I, I would like to caveat that because let's let's look at it the context of if. If you feel like you're a high performing individual and you're complaining about the complacency or the comfort level that you're currently living in, mm-hmm. that's when you need to, you know, get out of the square hole or whatever. Yep. And that's when you need, it's not really like if you enjoy your life and you're not complaining about it, I don't yep. think that's a problem. Yeah. I think if you found your, your flow and you're good and you're happy, I think that's fine. But I think for those who are looking to advance your life, who want that quote unquote intense characteristic, mm-hmm. I think those are the ones that kind of need to check themselves a little bit. Yeah. Like if you feel like you're just not where you should be, yeah. um, you know, if you feel like you're maybe not living the life you meant you, you were meant to live or that you want to live or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, because again, you know, I believe being a high performer is a choice, just like, you know, being a moderate performer is a choice. Being a high performer is a choice is something you kind of step into and own. And I think a really good way to view what I, being a high performing individual is, is, uh, you know, it's very hot. It's, it's always overused. Um, but it does seem like it fits into a lot of places and it fits in here, like the iceberg analogy. Mm. 10% of the iceberg is, you know, above the water yep, yep. and that's what you see, but that's, then you that don't can be see, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's 100% Instagram. Yeah. Like some of the folks that we used to be around, but like what's under the water is huge. Yeah. It's massive. Like yep. it's going to sink the fucking Titanic. It's mm-hmm. so goddamn big. Like it's 10% above water, 90% below water. And it's like, you know, the things you see, you know, again, going back to social media, um, you know, or just, just media in general, you, you see the fame and you see money and you see acceptance and you see power. Like you see someone having a voice and you see someone having influence and it's like, man, like I really want that. Like I really want to be that whether you agree with the power and the way they use it and the influence and the way they use it, it's not really the, that that's not really the issue because let me tell you, if you have a problem with something going on or you have a problem, you know, we ran into this earlier in the week. You remember this? Yeah. This is kind of funny. This is an LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my clients sent me a shit ton of screenshots. Oh yeah. Of some dude who was talking shit about me. Yeah. And uh, I've been sent some screenshots by this guy before um, that he was like talking shit about me, like saying I don't train hard and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which I, by the way, like if you're going to number one, there's not a single goddamn thing you say that's going to bother me, but holy fucking shit. Like if you could say one thing about me, yeah. it's probably that I train really fucking hard. <laughs> and if you have the time to say someone yeah. else is not training hard, then you're definitely not training. Hard. That person you're talking about is yeah. not doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah. They're probably training a little harder than you. Yeah. They, I would imagine yeah, they will. You know, I'm not coming. I'm not going around pointing out. Oh, that person's not training. No, I don't sure, got time for sure. that. You know, I'm yeah. like, I'm in my lane focused on my session. Yeah. Dude. Um, and, and I don't believe this individual's ever been around us, but 
So I, I, you know, I, I, I pulled up his, um, you know, profile and I went to, you know, go shoot him a message. And I saw that this is someone who was literally talking about hiring me as a coach, but the only reason he doesn't is because of financials. Yeah. Like the person he's with yeah. now trains him for free. And like, but now you're talking shit about me. Like, dude, this happens so commonly. It's I'm like the girl to you about that. It's like the girl who tried to say you weren't like a certified nutritionist or yeah, whatever, yeah. or C- CPT or yeah, something that, like that. That I wasn't a, a registered dietitian. A registered dietitian. Yeah. yeah. She buys all your clothes. Yeah. But she buys all my clothes. She posts about me. She blows me up after the Ohio says, fuck the, uh, fuck the haters. And I become one. So, you know, like I don't want to have beef with people. Like I just don't have, there's nothing to beef over do like life's solid. Life's good. I don't have an issue with anybody, even if they do have an issue with me. So, you know, I sent a message. I was like, Hey, you know, this just kind of came across my desk. Like I just wanted to clear the air, man, because you know, I'm here for positivity. I'm here to try and make the world a better fucking place. Like that's really all there is to it. Um, you know, if there's something that I say, you don't agree, with uh you know they just hit me up because this dude went on this huge rant like this yeah. huge story rant like oh my god like i got so many fucking screenshots about the shit this guy was saying right you know directly you know throwing shade at me and stuff and uh um and and then i have you know dms from him dming my client like confirming that he was talking about me you know he hits me back and he goes oh no no, bro. Like, dude, I, I respect the things you do. You know, I love the things you do. Like, uh, I, th- I think everything you do is awesome. But there was just one thing you said that like, you know, I didn't agree with, but like, it's like, like I told your client, like it wasn't about you that I like, made all these, you know, all that stuff. Um, and it's like, you know, like just own it. Like it's okay. It's you, all right. You're making excuses to save face. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's all good. It's okay. Um, oh, and you know, he, he, he was like, I, I figured, you know, you're too busy. Like with all things you have going on, like the team Haley and the podcast and the other businesses, like yep. hear from a no name, yep. you know, somebody on shit. And which also like, I kind of pissed me off because like, I, I don't feel like I'm like too good for you or anything. Yeah. Like, like now I do because you made me too good for you. Sure. Because you stooped down to like this weird level yep. of like tiptoeing between fandom and you like, know, you know, what's whatever, funny. like a hater. You know, it's so funny is but, all these people, you know, coming out and, you know, saying the things about yeah. you and, and, and some kind of like subtweet kind of way. Yeah. It's, we always talk about this too is, if you took the time to actually understand who we were exactly. and what we do, I bet if you hung out with us for one evening, uh, he'd love us. for two to three hours, that's all you yeah. need, you're going to never want to leave. Oh, everyone would love us. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. All these assumptions and stuff like yeah. that, that people build and all these stories they build in their own head and then they project that. Yeah. So backwards to me. So, so let's talk about that because that's part of what being a high performing individual entails. It's going to bring on a lot of these people who like I made the post about today, like I'm not sure what a hater is. Mm-hmm. My perceived notion of a hater is truly just someone who's trying to demean you and your capabilities and like put you down. Yeah. Um, so it brings out the so-called haters you know, my definition, I'm not sure what your guys definition is. And there's a lot of them and it happens really commonly. And like, for me, it's frustrating. You know, Scott's been around for a lot of these items. Like, dude, I always just go straight to the source. Like I hear something, I message you. Yeah. And like every single time, all of a sudden it wasn't about me. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden it wasn't personal. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden there is no problem. And you know, that gets really fucking frustrating. It gets frustrating, not from the component of like, I'm not going to fucking meet up and fight you. I don't want to fucking, uh, I don't want to have beef. I don't Mm -hmm. like, there's need to be animosity. It's just frustrating. Cause it's like, dude, like, 
like people clearly not not saying this guy did, um, although I, I do believe, you know, his intentions weren't good with it. But you clearly had ill intentions with what you were putting out. Mm-hmm. You were clearly trying to come at me. You're mm-hmm. clearly trying to throw shade. But you were not in my DMs. Every time I pull these people up and they have been in my DMs, mm-hmm. I'm too expensive for them to coach. Yeah. Or they're sending praise uh, they're, they're sending praise to like my abilities or, you know, what the team is doing and all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then well, like what switched here? And this is something that happens common. This happens with former clients as mm-hmm. well. I mean, I have a former coach, you know, I have a former coach who I handed her the keys to a very successful life. She ended up not wanting to take it. And now, you know, she has, you know, essentially dedicated her time to bashing me Yeah, like that, that that's part that, you know, y'all don't see, or maybe you guys do see, but you don't think it, it has any effect. Um, well with that person, it doesn't. Cause like she has clear, like she's in psychosis sure, and sure, you know, sure, sure. It's, it's a sad situation. Yeah. But with like these other situations, it's like, like that shit adds up, you know, yeah. it compiles and it's frustrating because like truly, um, you know, some people might think it's bullshit, bullshit. Some people think it's might front. I, I mean, I think Scott can re- attest this dude. I'm just trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. Like it's not a very good place. You're just trying to work hard. Yeah. Make people happier, healthier, yeah. mentally better. All of that and make my crew around me fucking prosper. Yeah. Like I think we're doing all those things, but I think some people do find it ingenuine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking, Paul Callahan called me last night. Um, and you know, we were talking cause he's going through a similar situation of, you know, the supplement shop It's a shitty supplement shop yeah. in Columbus. They yeah. fucking suck. Honestly, like they're like trying to attack fucking Paul and all this shit. And I was like, dude, they're coming at you. Like people come at me and they talk about me because they see the impact that there is and they see the success that's here. Yeah. And you know, they, they really want that. Well, you're, they won't, they won't do what it takes. You're on. So you're on Paul's supplement course. He yeah. Had a supplement course about like the quality supplements. Yeah. And I bet they saw that Paul was trying to like push the boundaries of what a supplement company does. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. like maybe, you know, Here's a shop, but yep. this shop is also going to educate you. And like, well, what do you, th- you think you know more than us? All right. Well, yeah. That's what they were doing. Yeah. They're, they're a little jealous. Quite they're frankly. really fucking jealous. And, you know, obviously right now, given the current situation, like a lot of supplement shops, a lot of fitness focused places in general are, are struggling. Yeah. And so I think the animosity is at an all time high because, you know, like like coaching is a luxury service. Even if you're an IFBB pro, you having a coach is a luxury service mm-hmm. because, you know, this is something expensive. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely pricey to work with, but you don't need this. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that like. Like, I'm not putting shelter over your head. I'm not feeding you. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not covering your basic day to day needs. Yeah. Like I'm adding I'm providing a luxury service to you. And, you know, I make sure to live up to that every day. See, a lot of coaches don't understand this is a luxury service. You're not needed and you can get fired and replaced very easily. Your value is directly related to how hard are you to replace? Mm -hmm. My value is very high. Mm -hmm. 99.9% of coaches who I see, you know, here in the Austin area here, you know, back home in Columbus, back in Cincinnati, your value is not very high. Just because you charge a high price point, that doesn't mean your value is high. Mm-hmm. That means people are willing to pay that. But if people are willing, if, if it's easy to find someone who charges half what you charge and provides more or the same, obviously that's going to be a better bargain for these people. 
And so I think, you know, in the coaching industry, not to get too far away from the topic, because in the coaching industry, the only way you're going to make it is if you are a high performing individual. Mm -hmm. Look at the people who are at the top and what did they do to get there and how are they? You know, we're always our face is always out there. Mm -hmm. We're constantly talking. We're constantly sharing. We're constantly educating. We're constantly backing up our methods. We're constantly producing results. Mm -hmm. That's what it takes. That's what you have to do. And you have to work really, really, really hard to be able to accumulate all of this in your resume to share it with folks. You're, you're focusing on you. Yeah. And when that, that hater, if you will, comes out, so that's the guy, you, you went to the source, you went yeah. directly and talked to him, but you didn't go on your story and no, you no, didn't no. try to bash shit and you didn't yeah. try to like say, Oh, people are talking shit yeah. you t- it, to the public eye. And this is important to understand. I think for a lot of people to the public eye, you completely disregarded it. Yeah. Like as if it never happened. Yeah. You went to talk to him cause it's between the two of you. Yeah. He's obviously got a problem. Yeah. So you guys, Talk it out, straighten it, and then you continue moving forward. Yeah. He's trying to, we use that building analogy all the time. He's trying to burn your building. Well, while you try to like get him to see the light, you're still building the building. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does. It, it does. I think that's a good point because like I told Paul last night, dude, you don't got to fucking say anything. Don't waste your time. You got to say anything. I've got to say anything to these people. I don't, I don't, I don't have to go on my story. Like what, how, how does it look? Yeah. If you're someone who you, you're a co- you run a customer service based business mm-hmm. and you are on your story, just constantly bashing people or belittling people or yeah. talking about, you know, like not adding any actual value. Mm-hmm. You're just bashing and belittling. I got, I got this story. Yeah. So this buddy, my buddy in Arkansas. Yeah. 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 I'd love so for you to tell this. My buddy in Arkansas, he just graduated. Uh, he's got his associates in uh, sports massage therapy. Okay. So he's a sports massage therapist in Arkansas. And there's, as soon as he came out of the gate, he was doing really well, had a lot of, you know, friends and resources and those kinds of things. And now he's getting up to 50, 60, 70 hours a week of work. Great. He's doing really well coming out of the gate. And there's another, um, cause he really believes he can, he can supplement a lot of PT work Mm. based on the, the effort and the, the understanding of the body that he has with sports massage. And so there's a local PT who has a, Instagram expert helping him, if you will. That's what this guy calls himself. And he is whatever the fuck that is. (laughs) This, his little Instagram expert is talking a ton of shit. And like, again, that subtweeting style mentality, trying to bash chances business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this guy is trying to be a PT. He's an online coach. He's an Instagram expert and he's fat as fuck. Doesn't even fucking work out. Doesn't Mm -hmm. look like it at all. He goes, he's trying to get his PT license. He goes to the PT professor that he's working with takes my buddy's Instagram post, shows it, dissects it, and basically is saying that he, a sports massage therapist, is diagnosing PT, what, a, what a PT should be yeah. diagnosing. And for those who don't know, I didn't know this, there's a fine line between the two. You, yeah, can't, you can't cross, cross that line. Yeah. Anyway, he told her that, and that woman, that professor, is good friends and respects my buddy. That's awesome. Okay? Yeah. She calls him, and she goes, I'm just letting you know this is happening, and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He called, my buddy calls a bunch of the people, all the PTs, and they said, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Wow. He's a clown. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's what you, so if you're doing that, that's what you look like. Yeah. You are an embarrassment. Now you have a reputation. And nobody's going to respect you. No one's going to respect you. And let me tell you, you know, something that I've learned um, you know, over the last couple of years, 
the more I support um, other coaches mm-hmm. and the more I, you know, push other coaches, share other coaches, uh, you know, just do right by other coaches, the way better I've gotten, mm-hmm. the way better my business has gotten, the way better my intelligence has gotten. Obviously, the reputation um, um, has gotten, which feels really fucking nice. It, it feels good to be respected by, you know, the cream of the crop in the mm-hmm. industry. Um you're going to get way further supporting other people than you are, you know, tearing them down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, the, the people who, you know, I, I guess I, I, I messaged like the person, the store that we shared here. I don't, I don't know if they have clients. I'm not sure if they're coaches. I'm not sure what the um, agenda is, but I think it's just this. They see fame, money, acceptance, power, follower, possessions, and it pisses them off. Mm -hmm. It makes them feel really, 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 really bad about them. It almost makes them feel like they're behind on something. They perceive that quote unquote fame. Yeah. The followers, the money, whatever they perceive, they don't know any of it. No, they, they have just, no idea. They have a picture of it in their head. Yeah. And it makes them mad. And they, they have all these gaps yeah. and they fill in the gaps. However, they want to fill in these gaps or, you know, they talk to someone else who, you know, might have a, a you know, slanted view of you. And that mm-hmm. person says, Oh, uh, yeah, Justin doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Or just, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I just fill in these gaps with a whole bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. when it's like, Scott said, man, you, you kick it with us. You kick it with us for 10 minutes. You're like, those are homies. You know what You know what most people seem to do? I just even put this together. Yeah. So like, let's say someone has a problem with you. Yeah. Okay. And they talk about it on their Instagram. It doesn't matter who it is. And they're going to have a problem with you. And the other, another person has a problem with you is going to hit them up. Oh yeah. And then they're going to talk about how they have a problem with you. Oh yeah. But still not talk but to still you. still not talk to me. What the yeah. fuck is that? I know. And how are you going to go around and you, like look for people or, like that's beta ass shit. Yeah. Dude. This guy's a problem with Justin. So I'm going to yeah. connect with him. That's beta ass shit. What? And like, dude, I'm not going to like, you can come up to me at the gym. You can like DM me at any time. Like, I'm super easy going. I'm yeah. just, like, you can tell me you have a problem with me and lay out all the problems and I'm not going to get like worked up or like yeah, angry sure. or heated about yeah. it. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to threaten you. I'm not going to, I'm just, I'll apologize if I did something wrong yeah. or I'll straighten out, you know, whatever the, the issue, the perceived issue was. And so like to Scott's point, like to us, it's always so bizarre yeah. because like now you just look like an idiot. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to seek out you. Why are you not making your own opinion? <laughs> yeah. Why are you not making your <laughs> own opinion wild. of a person or a thing or any, whatever you got it going on that and, you're complaining about? And a about. lot of people who are listening to this are like shaking their head like, fuck dude, like I go through this shit too. That's because you're an outlier. It's because you're a high performing individual. People are shooting at you. People are taking their fucking shots. You stand out and people do not like that. Whenever you break this matrix, that's kind of what I call it. It's just, the box of average. If you're outside of that, people are going to try and pull you back in or they're going to try and drain your battery. They want to take some of that fucking energy. Well, you guys don't see the side of the iceberg that's hidden under the water. You don't see the self doubt, Mm -hmm. the loneliness. Let me, let me talk about loneliness. You guys always see me surrounded by all of these people. You know, I have three people live with me at my house. I have, a huge staff. I don't even know how many people we have on the staff. You see all these things, but you don't see that yesterday. I didn't even have a legitimate conversation with my girlfriend until 11 PM because I was just in my fucking office, like working. Mm-hmm. You know how fucking lonely that gets. That's almost every fucking day. You guys don't fucking see that. 
You guys don't see the sacrifice. You don't see the fucking mental trauma and the stress. Holy shit. The mental trauma and the stress like Megan earlier. Again, I'm again having it literally right now. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but I was Megan. And I were talking about something and I thought it was like last week mm-hmm. and it was literally like yesterday that it happened. And I was like, so <laughs> yeah, like, like it makes me feel awful about myself. Sure. And it's like, dude, am I just missing everything? Mm-hmm. Like I'm missing so many fucking things. Pressure. Holy fucking shit. Let's talk about the goddamn pressure. Wow. It's, 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 it's every move you make is so criticized and like, I don't even yeah. have that big of a following. I think it's more, so it's not about the following. It's about the name. Yeah. It's about like, like there's a huge brand with it and the following doesn't, you know, necessarily show that dude, there's so much fucking pressure. Um, and it's cool. It's sometimes it's cool and it's good. Like today is the day that the pressure has definitely been very overwhelming, but like most days it's handled pretty fucking well. Most days, you know, it's something that I embrace because I would rather have this pressure than not have this pressure and no one know who I am. You don't see the rejection, the bullshit. You don't see the haters. Like we're talking about here, my perceived notion of what a hater is. You know, you guys don't see this. You guys don't see the stupid ass DMs from people. And I will say, I don't really get comments anymore. I don't mm-hmm. get stupid comments anymore. As people just go in there and tear other folks apart. Yeah, you don't have to I do it. See it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, it gets, yeah, it gets a little ugly in there sometimes. Yeah, which I appreciate, but also it's like, why? You know, why are we going to have that negativity? You know, dude, why do we yeah. need to have that? What you know, it doesn't make anyone's day better. You know, my mom told me like two days ago. Yeah, we were talking. I was a little stressed out that day and she said i don't know why people don't understand that love is so easy and it always wins yeah it does every single time this formula is that simple it really is that fucking simple like if you just combat all the hate with love Mm -hmm. and you approach every situation with love and you lead with love you talk with love everything you do is just based out of a place of love out of a place of just purity and doing the right thing making the world a better place, man. If you just like constantly come from that place, it isn't, it's incredible to watch what happens around you. It's incredible how little stress you, you live with and from, from like your social environment. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's cool how almost all that stuff that used to bother you yeah. just doesn't bother no, you anymore. No, because you kind of switch your, I don't know what it is. You just switch something that it's like, this is what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. The right thing to do here is come from a good place. You, you avert your focus somewhere else. You do. And it's, you do. it's a more uh, positive direction to and build we, yourself up. And we, yeah, when you're trying to build your ability and like, dude, if you're trying to build, you know, if you're trying to do too much, if you're trying to, you know, overload, then your building is not going to get built. And like by overload, like all these things take energy, you know, hating takes energy. Posting Instagram stories, talking shit about someone that takes energy, you know, not going directly to the source and having to remember stories and the things that you've told other people and things you've heard from other people to like concoct some ideology that you have about someone that takes energy. High performing individuals put their energy into their craft. High performing individuals put their energy into continually building upon what they've already created high performing individuals. You know why, you know why you don't see this, the negative shit that I listed because high performing individuals fucking handle it better than you. The shit that stresses you out isn't even a fucking pebble to Mm -hmm. high performing individuals. The shit that stresses you out, you lose days of energy over it 
And it just, it, it wouldn't even phase someone who's truly a high performing individual. So they're able to handle fucking stress better because there's no other option to handle stress. Great. Because dude, fuck, you got a business to run or you have impact to be made, or you have an investment to be made, whether it be mental investment, a financial investment, a physical investment, high performing individuals have fucking shit going on. You don't have time to dwell on the sorrows or to dwell on the negatives or to critique them. But what's the downside of this? It all just gets kind of locked away and put in this little fucking box in the back of your head. For me, I get to use them and I get to confront them when I'm at the gym. When I get really, really, really fucking angry and need to go to a dark place before I set, I'm able to pull some of these items out, bring them to the forefront. And that's kind of my therapy for handling them. I'm not sure if it's conducive. I mean, for me, it seems to be doing okay. Yeah, I'm not sure for other people it will. I'm not even sure if it's actually working for me. Maybe I just think yeah. that it is, you know. But it all gets compartmentalized and it never really gets confronted because you are focused on your performance. You are focused on your craft and what you are offering and what you're bringing to the world. You're focused on the impact. Being a high performing individual, it comes with a huge cost. It's a lot of fucking sacrifice, man. It's a lot of missed opportunities to have even some fun, maybe, or missed opportunities, you know, with with partners or missed opportunities with new friends. Because dude, you got you got to perform. You got to show up. Mm-hmm. There's people relying on you. There's people who need you. If I tell my clients before they sign up that they have access to me all day, I need to show up and be ready all day. Mm-hmm. You can't over promise and under deliver and hold any sort of reputation and brand and high performing individuals usually promise a lot. I promise a lot because when I promise something, the one thing I won't do is not fucking follow through on that shit. If I tell you I'm going to get you somewhere through my coaching, I'm going to fucking get you there. It's like an accountability measure for me, but it's also me telling you that you better be ready to fucking work. Now, the things that I promise in coaching are a lot different than some other people. There's people floating around promising pro cards or whatever. No, I'm just going to promise you I'll get your fucking internal health really well. Yeah, I'll I'll promise you that you'll get in shape Mm -hmm. uh, for a show better than you ever have. I'll I'll promise you you'll be training way harder than you ever have. and You'll be way stronger than you ever have. Um, So, you know, it's also tangible items that are, you know, for me, I guess, easy to follow through on because you just, you know, really hold these people to a high level of accountability. But high performing individuals have to fucking show up. You can't just stop. There's no there's no days off. Yeah, you can't. You're, you look at the you. Know, I I just I keep coming back to our building analogy. Yeah. Um. There's two things. You know. You were you touched on. You know the things people don't see yeah. behind the scenes, if you will, the underwater part of the glacier. Yeah. So let's use our building. Let's make our own analogy here to the glacier cliche. If you want the biggest building, you have to build a bigger foundation. You do. So the deeper you got to dig that hole yeah. to make that building higher. Yeah. And you got to keep balancing the two. Yeah. And if you if you don't keep showing up, like you're saying now, imagine the, const- you know, the cranes on top of the buildings and stuff, they'll stop moving. Yeah, they will. Your building stops they being will. built. They will. Or you're not able to build it any higher because the foundation gets support anymore. You have yeah. to constantly be evolving. Like the building analogy really is a perfect one because if you outgrow your, 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 the building you're in now, what do you do? Well, you add on to it. Well, you can't just grow vertically. You have to grow horizontally. What more can you bring to the table to master your craft or to spread your craft and your impact to other people? What can you do? What do you have? 
You have tools, you have capabilities to do so. You're a high performing individual because you chose to be one. So you have to show up every single day. There's no such thing as time off. There's no such thing as days off. There's no such thing as a rest day. There's no su- These things don't exist. These aren't based in reality. If you want those things, you, you're not going to be a very high performing individual. You can be a moderately high performing individual, but dude, you just don't get those things. Now, this isn't saying you don't get vacation. No, it's just. This isn't going to happen very often. <laughs> this isn't going to happen very commonly. <laughs> Take like, a vacation when you're 40. <laughs> yeah. Like when, whenever we do like a weekend getaway and shit, do we still got work to do? Yeah. There's still work that gets done. The business still has to be run. Client still has to be serviced. Trophies still need to be fucking won. Things still need to be fucking dominated. You got to show up. You got to do it. The higher you go, the louder the hate gets, dude. The heavier the anchors get. So as a high performing individual, man, if there's a lot of chatter, there's a lot of shit going on, dude. If you're ruffling some feathers and all you're doing is staying in your lane, you're doing a damn good job. You're right where you need to be. Keep ruffling more feathers. Keep bothering more people. Keep pissing more people off. That's what you need to do. That's the only way change is cultivated. Change is only cultivated if you force people to get really uncomfortable. I force people to get uncomfortable because when I come around, I hold everyone to a very, very, very high standard. If you want to be around me, if you want to be surrounded by me, you have to be held to a very high fucking standard. The higher you go, the louder that fucking hate gets, man. They <sighs> critics are just that, dude. That's all they're going to do. That's all they're going to be. You know, look at uh, look at any major athlete, any major athlete, dude. Speaking of this, by the way, I know Scott's not going to be extremely opinion on this, but how was Lamar Jackson ranked the number one player in the NFL? Look, Lamar Jackson's a great player, mm-hmm. right? David was super excited about it because he went to Louisville. Okay. Lamar Jackson okay. went to Louisville. But dude, like, <sighs> who would you put up I mean, against Lamar Jackson? Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah, <laughs> the best, best player fair. in the NFL, hands best down fair. by yeah, far. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Okay, Michael Thomas. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson is guaranteed top ten. Yeah, like he's the top ten guy. I need number uh, one is a huge. I mean, that is such that that's, that, that's, that's one of the bigger stretches. Yeah, that that you could possibly have. It's a really big stretch. Yeah. I think people really are fascinated by his play style mm-hmm. because he's he, he's such an athlete that's such an elite quarterback as well. I think um, people are like amazed by his play style. And um, because of that, there's an excitement that's around him. Mm-hmm. But man, I mean, I mean, that's saying that if you were starting a franchise tomorrow, that you're taking Lamar Jackson over everyone. And that is not true. That is not the case yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So. I know you're not super opinionated on that, but Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. It's, it's really, I mean, it's not close nor didn't he, get the, didn't he get the biggest contract in the NFL? Yeah, he got the biggest contract, Super so Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Like he took a franchise that, you know, like the Chiefs have been okay since Andy Reid got there. But he took it. But to there's level. one thing that changed. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens to be him. Yeah. Sure. Like the Ravens been good. Yeah. The Ravens been winning. Yeah. The Ravens been winning their their division. They've been winning Super Bowls. They've been running the ball. They've been playing defense. Now mm-hmm. like Lamar goes in and yeah, Lamar took them to a new level too. Man, Patrick Mahomes is a monster. I just, I, I think that's so disrespectful. But Did these I, guys, you know, just like me, like right now, I'm a critic of Lamar Jackson. And I, I mean, I did still say he was top 10 in the NFL. I'm not sure how much of a critic that can really be. <laughs> like he's, he's, he's one of the best fucking football players that we've seen uh, in a very long time. But they don't fucking make statues out of critics, man. There's a reason for that. There's a fucking reason for that. Statues are made from people that change the damn world. 
people it impacted, a community. That's who statues are made from. Critics, they don't have the balls for that shit, man. They don't have the balls to face adversity. They don't have the balls to stand in the way of that adversity. They don't have the balls to put themselves out there and allow failure to creep up into their lives. They, they don't have the testicular fortitude to do this shit. There's a reason people are on the sidelines and there's a reason people are in the fucking ring. Which one are you going to be? I've asked you this before. I've asked you before. Are you going to be a high performer or are you going to be a critic? Are you going to be standing on the sidelines watching time pass you by, watch success pass you by, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity? Why aren't I being celebrated? Because you're not fucking doing anything. You got to do something. You got to earn that shit. You got to be something. You have to stand for something. You have to stand against something. You have to ignite change. A lot of you guys listening to this podcast, you are high performers. You feel out of place. You are a square peg uh, trying to fit into a round hole and you don't know why. It's because you're not doing the right shit. You're not surrounded by the right people and you're not you're, you're, you're not showing up for yourself the way that you are supposed to. Only you can change that. Being a high performer is a choice. It's not something you're born into. It's not something that you're magically handed one day. I was the lowest performing individual you could possibly be. And I turned it around to, I don't know, I mean, I would consider myself a decently high performer, uh, definitely not on the level of some of these other people, but you can change it. It's a choice and you have to embrace that choice, but you have to actively, I mean, that choice has to become your entire life. It has to become everything you encompass, everything you are, everything you want to be has to be molded and has to be based around the fact that you're a high performer wanting to change the world. If you're not willing to go all in, then you're not a fucking high performer. You are not someone who's going to change the world. You're not going to be celebrated. I would highly recommend taking that plunge. You listen to this podcast because you, you, you're someone you like feeling uncomfortable. You like being challenged. Stupid people, lazy people do not listen to this podcast. I think you're a high performer. I think it's right there inside of you. And I think it's ready to be embraced. And I think it's, it's, it's ready to be brought out. Step into that role. Embrace that role. Be what it is that makes you thrive. What makes you you? What makes you unique and what makes you fulfilled? Attack that. Chase that and embrace that every single day. And watch how your life unfolds. Build people up. Don't tear people down. Build your fucking building. What can I do to make the world a better fucking place today? When you go to bed at night, what did I do to make the world a better place today? You should ask yourself these all the fucking time. Just like how you should be looking yourself in the mirror, seeing what you can do better. What did you do to make the world a better place? You're either making it better or you're making it worse. Episode 65, High Performing Individuals. I'll see you next time. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.